Motzei Shabbat Parashat Bo, January 8th, 2022. Let's talk this evening about uh, using beer, or what's called Hamar Medina, for Kiddush or Havdalah. What we talked about in a previous class was, in a circumstance where you don't have anything with which to make Havdalah, and the Isur of eating uh, during that time period, you're not allowed to eat before you make Havdalah, what the Gemara says, Al Hakos, what are you to do in that circumstance? What if you have something? You don't have wine per se, perhaps, but you have something like beer, what we call Hamar Medina. Is that appropriate? Are you allowed to make Havdalah and beer? Are you allowed to make Kiddushan beer? Says the Gemara Amre Le, it's a Gemara Masech Pesachim and Davkovzain Amudalif, Mor Yanuka, Umor Keshisha, Bered Rav Hasta, Le Rav Asher. So these two rabbis told Rav Asher the following story. Zimna Hada, once it happened, Ikla Amemar le Atrin. Amemar, one of the great Emoraim, uh, visited our place where we live. Velahavalan Hamra, we didn't have wine. Ayetina le Shikra, we brought him beer. Vela Avdil, and he wouldn't make Havdalah. I don't know what they were doing in Kiddush. Gemara doesn't make clear to us. But this is for Havdalah. Maybe he came in the middle of that. Maybe he oh, made a Says the Gemara, and he went to sleep so, uh, fasting. Lemahar, the next day. Tarachna va'yitina lehamra ve'avdil. Veta'amideh. And says the Gemara, and the next day, we worked really hard. We found wine. He made Havdalah on the next day, on Sunday. And then he was able to eat again. All right, so that was in the conversation for past weeks, uh, last week, when we talked about the Isur to eat before Havdalah. Continues the Gemara. Lishana, the next year. Tu ikla le atrin. He came back to our place. Lahavalan hamra. We still didn't have wine. Ayetina le shikra. We brought him beer. Amar Ravina exclaimed, Ihache, if this is the case, Hamar medinahu. This is considered the Hamar, the beverage of some sort, of the Medina of this place. Avdil, he said, Havdalah, v'ta'imideh. And he was then able to eat. Well, what does that make clear to us? Not all that much. First and foremost, the Gemara is clear. We're talking about beer. Does that mean only beer? What is the definition of Hamar Medina? And under what circumstances are you allowed to, which the Gemara seems clear, sometimes you are, use Hamar Medina. Rashbam, one of the major commentators, on the page here in Masechet Pesachim, makes the following claim with regards to what Hamar Medina is. It says, Hamar Medina en yain aher be'ir hazot. When Ravina exclaims, this is Hamar Medina, it's because he realized there is no other wine in this city. Ki'im shechar, all there is, is beer. Hilkach, therefore, mavdilinbo. Therefore, we can make havdalah with it. That's a fascinating statement. Rashbam already narrows the confines, narrows the playing field with regards to Hamar Medina. The definition either of Hamar Medina or the circumstances through during which you're going to be able to use Hamar Medina, again, the beverage of that location, is specifically his words, if there's no yain in the ir, there's no other wine in that city. That's, that, he doesn't say there's no wine that's going to be more expensive or something of that sort. There is no wine. That's his statement with regard. Now, is that accessible, is, excuse me, is that applicable both to Kiddush and Havdalah? Not clear. Gemara only is talking about in the context of Kiddush. Well, what is, first and foremost, what's the, defin- Havdalah. What's the definition of Hamar Medina? Uh, let's start with that. So he told us there's no other beverage. Does that mean uh, if there's no other beverage, I can use anything and everything? 
I don't know, can I use water? So the Gemara is clear, you can't use water. Can I use uh, coffee, soda, no. tea? So Not fully clear. Well, it's water-based. Is that, is that the defining factor over here? Can I use orange juice? Can it be, does it have to be an intoxicating beverage? Does it need to be an intoxicating beverage? So let's first read Shulchan Aruch and then try to, get, try to get a little bit further on that question and then on the question of Kiddush versus Havdalah. Shulchan Aruch in Ora Hayim Siman Ayn Resh Bet Tet Bimkom or Bimakom She'en Yayin Masui in a place where there is no wine that's to be found. Yesh Omrim, there are those who claim, Shemekadeshin al Shekhar, Ushear Mashkin Hutzmin Hamayim. There are those who claim, he's, he's citing over here, that you're allowed to say Kiddush even on Shear Mashkin, I haven't fully defined what Shear Mashkin means, aside from water. The Yesh Omrim, Sheen Mekadeshin, there are those who claim you can't say Kiddush. Now, he's referring with that line to Harambam's opinion. Harambam in Perek Kaftet of Hilchot Shabbat, Halacha Yod Zayin, distinguishes. He doesn't really tell us why he's distinguishing, but he says for Kiddush, NG, no matter what the circumstance, not allowed to use Hamar Medina. His definition of Hamar Medina, I'll read it to you. What is Hamar Medina according to Harambam? It says Harambam Medina, Sherov Yena. Shechar, how do you like that? The majority of its wine is beer. How about that for a riddle? What's a circum? <laughs> what he's saying is, it's drink. the major drink, exactly. So that's already a step forward in defining Haman Medina. It's a major drink in place of wine. Also, that's, that comes to Sammy's comment from earlier. Maybe it needs to be intoxicated. Even though you're not allowed to use it for Kiddush, she says explicitly. Of course, he's referring to our Gemara here. Would be applicable, would be permissible with regards to this. Magid Mishneh, of course, quotes that many disagree with Harambam. Why does Harambam distinguish between Kiddush and Havdalah? Empirically, the Gemara only mentions this in the context of Havdalah. We can understand that. Why would you distinguish? Not fully clear why you would or should distinguish. Well, the Havdalah at night is similar to the Kiddush at night for Harambam. They're both the Mitzvah Tasim and HaTorah. We mentioned this in the class a week ago. For Harambam, as he makes clear at the beginning of Perek Haftet of Ilchot Shabbat, he says, the reality is such that the Torah says, Zachoret Yom HaShabbat LeKadesho, which tells me, Zochreu Zechirat Shevach VeKidush, Ben BeKnisato, Ben BeSiato. You're supposed to mention the sanctity and the significance and uniqueness of this day, both at the beginning and at the end. Why should you distinguish between Kiddush at night, Tzvat HaSem and HaTorah, and Havdalah at night, Tzvat HaSem and HaTorah, according to Harambam. We've mentioned some disagree. It's a majority opinion, but Harambam is the, is the Baal Memra, is the one who says it. It has to be perhaps something along the lines of Kiddush is what begins my meal in a very real and, and relevant way. And as a result, the beverage I'm using perhaps is, has to be refined for that meal. It has to be a fine beverage, the highest of the fine beverages for that meal. Well, have I'm getting there, I'm getting there. You can't do that without But it's exact, but but you're making the same point as me. Give me me one second, I'll explain (laughs) to you why you're making the same point as me, even though it sounds like the flip side, but I'm making that argument, that was my stage too. Uh, Havdalah, in contrast, is Motzai Shabbat. Not per se, beginning a meal with it. As a result, it needs to be an appropriate beverage. It's not now tagging along with my meal, 
It's not now in that respect a matter which is connected to my meal. Perhaps that's the distinction. Of course, you could distinguish in other ways or fashions. Now, what would support this distinction is exactly what Stephen just said. In other words, when it comes to, this is halacha pesuka, when it comes to kiddush on Friday night, kiddush on Friday night, I can use bread. Kiddush during the day, you can't write rosh because then it's not clear that you're making kiddush. Kiddush during the day, technically speaking, is only bore If you're going to have bread afterwards, so using bread didn't really distinguish anything. But at night, when you're using wine and you don't have wine, you can use bread. Why can you use bread for that, but not for havdalah? The answer is again, because kiddush at night begins a meal. It's appropriate to begin the meal with bread. Appropriate to bring, begin the meal with a more refined beverage. On Mozart Shabbat, you're not beginning a meal. That's not the structure of Havdalah. Well, that all being the case, again, says Shohan Aruch. The, the compared to the uh, entrance? I'm not downgrading at all, because Harambam is clear not to downgrade. I'm distinguishing. I'm saying one's a part of a meal, the other one's not a part of a meal. And that's the only difference. And as a result, Hamar Medina is not as much a downgrade because it's a lower level mitzvah, it's the same level mitzvah, it's just a different context. This mitzvah is coming as a cup which is designating these berachot. The other one is beginning not only the cup for berachot, but a meal itself, have the refined beverage for that meal. And Perhaps. Morning, no, no wine, no hamon medina, you're making kiddush on hamotzi? You're not making kiddush necessarily. You're Keep in mind, Shabbat morning what? is... I don't have giffen. What, what do you have in your home? I don't have giffen, I don't have vodka, I have nothing. And nothing? What are you drinking? Soda. Soda, and yeah, and you have some bread? Yes. So you're not able to say kiddush? Soda, so, oh, we'll talk about wait, soda so in a moment. you don't make kiddush? What kiddush are you going to make? You it don't have... Mostly, like you do on Friday night. Mostly is not kiddush. No, not. Some people, they don't have the wine, they say... On Shabbat morning, Shabbat morning, Shohan Aruch says, there's no, Kiddush by definition, this is what's throwing you off, because you think, and I understand why, that means Moli David and Vishameru is part of the Kiddush, not part of the Kiddush, as a Pesach we mentioned before him, Kiddush Arabah is a single Beracha Borei Pri HaGefen, Chalas, Vetula Mideh, so as a result, you're not, you're not saying Kiddush. Anyway, it says Shohan Aruch, במקום שאין יין מסוי, יש אומרים שמקדשים על שחר, ושאר משכין חוץ מן המים. Not fully clear what Shohan Mashkin does seem very inclusive. ויש אומרים שאין מקדשים. ולהרוש, goes on in quotes from Rabbeinu Asher, that's the father of Tur, בלילה לא יקדש על השחר, אלא על הפת. At night, if you only have beer or bread, what are you making Kiddush on? Bread. In the morning, okay. as we just mentioned, no bread for your Kiddush, because that's not going to distinguish. Worst comes to worst, you have it, and you have in mind Kiddush. It's not really that effective, according to Shohan Aruch. You're going to say Shehakol on the beer before you have the Hamotzi. If you made it on the bread, there's nothing different in your meal. It's exactly what we mentioned. Rosh makes a lot of sense. Well, what has, he, what has he done for us in terms of advancing us forward? Well, he's told us several important factors. Number one, he told us it's not so clear that uh, you can use Haman Medina ever for Kiddush. That's Harambam's opinion. Irrespective of your situation, you're in that situation where you don't have ham- you don't have wine. Harambam tells you for Kiddush, nothing. Okay. Uh, he says, V'yeshomrim differently. He takes a clear distinction. He, he, he aligns himself with Rosh. Rosh says, if it's Kiddush at night, we call that Kiddush Hayom, bread first. You don't have bread, 
and you don't have wine, Hamar Medina. Daytime, you don't have wine, you do have bread, and you have Hamar Medina, Hamar Medina. Right? That's what's clear from Shohan Arucha on this matter. What about on Havdalah, before we define Hamar Medina and Havdalah, and Siman Resh Sadivav, he writes, in Mavdilin al Hapat, first and foremost, no bread. That's strong. Kiddush in the morning, he wasn't so clear. He said, Rosha is not that way. What's that? Well, you can't. You, you, well, you, you can't have you can't have grape juice either, wine either, and you're using it for you have dalai. You're gonna eat it in tandem. Aval al hashichar mavdilin imhu hamar medina. You can use a beer if it's hamar medina. Vuadin lishar mashkin. He's expansive to other beverages. Hutzmina ma'im aside for water. All right, so milk. Good question. Orange juice. Orange juice. We got lots of questions over here. When all the dust settles, before we address what Hamar Medina is, let me repeat again how rare the circumstance of using Hamar Medina will actually arise. It's in a situation which definition of Rashbam and in turn of Shohan Aruch is that A, this is a widely used beverage. Yes, this is used in a very real and common and relevant way to the people. And, and in place of wine, I may add, in the words of Haram Bam, which seems to be you know, a good definition. And number two, there is no wine to be found. What does it mean there is no wine? No, that's exactly what it means. There is no... What if I could find non-kosher wine? doesn't count. What if I could find more expensive wine? I have to go get the more expensive wine. That's the definition. Mishnah Birra quotes from Taz. Taz Rabbi David Segel, several hundred years ago, a major commentator on Shohan Aruch. He says, well, it's not so clear. You should know. We use Hamar Medina. Use Hamar Medina. You don't... They use beer. So that is clear about. They use Hamar Medina. You're kidding me. Why are you using Hamar Medina? Well, wine is very expensive. And we're not going to use it on Kiddush at night. We use bread in place. We'll use it for Kiddush during the morning, which everybody agrees is only a mitzvah midrabbanan. It's what we call Kiddush HaRabbah. Mishnah Burah cites it and seems to be embracing the words of Taz. Hacham Vadya Yosef and his Yabiya Omer Chalegimal disagrees. So what are you talking about? Shohan Aruch, the post came right. That's not what you're allowed to do. You don't have wine. Go get it. No, it's very expensive. I'm sorry. You have to go and find a way to get it. Okay, there's no, no wine. No wine, Hamar Medina. I'm just trying, I got, I'm, I'm building up to that. But what I need to deal with prior to getting to that, I, I hear you. You want me to define it before I get there. All right, I got to deal with all the details. Well, but I got to deal with all the details that are explicit. What, what's explicit for us when you're using Hamar Medina, what the parameters of Hamar Medina are, and all of these sorts of matters. All right, our last issue, which again, rarely will actually arise, is, so what is Hamar Medina? So, when it comes to what is Hamar Medina, there is a book called She'elot Tishubot Halachot Ketanot, Rabbi Yaakov Hagiz. It's a rabbi who lived several hundred years ago in Yerushalayim and elsewhere. He is an important Tishubot, and in his Tishubot, he asked, what about coffee? That's how he asked it. Why coffee? Let's argue. Coffee. His argument is coffee is inappropriate because it's not intoxicating. Well, that being the case, if the definition needs to be that it's meshakir, that it brings forth miraveu, meshakir, and it brings forth intoxication, we've pretty much, all of our questions, the soda, and the tea, and the coffee, and the juice, and the milk, it's all out. Interesting question, but his statement is, I gotcha, well, not milk, and not, not orange juice, but his definition is intoxicating. Where did he come up with that? It doesn't really tell us. You have to imagine that his his vision on this is it's an important beverage. So it's it's taking the place of wine. Use grape 
Well, interesting question, but grape juice is definitionally wine, according to halacha. And so that's that's the uh, that's the distinction. I should I should add that grape juice was a debate and a discussion because the question is grape juice. Uh, the, the, the halacha with regards to Kiddush, which also lends itself to the conversation in Harambam as well, with regards to Kiddush specifically, the status of the wine that you use for Kiddush needs to be that it's something that could be ra'ui li nasech al gabe mizbeach, it's something you would be able to put on the mizbeach. As a result, the debate is raised in the context of wine. White wine, for example, is a conversation on this matter as well. And uh, in, in turn, when we're dealing specifically with our issue, Kiddush has more humrot, uh, but yes, intoxica- intoxicating reality is what was and is raised in the context of grape juice, but intoxicating is not per se the detail, it's that it could come to it, and grape juice, ultimately speaking, is a part of that process. Okay, well, that all being the case, so if you go with halachot ketanot, the conversation is done. The conversation is done, it needs to be an intoxicating uh, uh, beverage. To what extent does it need to be an intoxicating beverage? Well, anything that's uh, alcoholic, it would appear, uh, that, that has alcohol in it, would appear to be okay. Well, this was never fully settled and accepted. Like we're all debating, we never really know the answer. What about a shata dahak situation, let's call it? In a very pressing situation. So there's no simple answer to this matter. To be Moshe Feinstein has a very important tissue by his Igrot Moshe Hailik Bet. He has the following question. He says, well, the poskim discuss um, coffee and some are open to using coffee. On the other hand, he says, I was asked about using soda. Could we extend it to soda? So he distinguishes as follows. It's a very interesting distinction. He says, it goes like this. Here's the line we need to draw. What is the reason a person is drinking this beverage? Is it to quench their thirst or is it because it's a davar hashu? Nobody drinks wine because it's uh, quenching their thirst. Nobody drinks soda because it's davar hashu. I know it's a, that's a very easy distinction. What about coffee? His argument is nobody drinks or people don't generally drink coffee in order to quench their thirst. Thir- well, uh, hard to define davar hashu. Hard to define davar hashu. Now, he's not excited about it. But he says, I can understand the viability of using it. Hard to argue that milk is a davar hashuv and so forth. However, that's the line he draws over here. Of course, that's the next stage. Does it also need to be a davar hashuv? Hamavadia Yosef argues a davar hashuv and our, our circumstances pretty much knocks out anything other than beer. Or anything else that has alcohol. And as a result, for example, here in his bit. Yes, of course, it gets a little bit not dangerous, but difficult because if a person, I have any Isaac Badvarim Ha'edlo. However, if a person's having Ara, now they're not drinking Revi'it, they're probably not even having Kimlo Lugmav, which of course seems like negative to be negating the Halacha in this matter. So the Poskim discuss it because there seems to, seems to have been precedence, not only that people could, even people who couldn't were using it. And we kind of backtracked and said, well, how are they using it? How is that okay? Says Hacham Vadya Yosef here in his Hazon Vadya Halik Bet, and page Kof Kaf Bet, it says, Bemakom Shen Yain Masui, where there's no wine. We define that. Tour, by the way, adds on another opinion who said it's a little bit more lenient, but Hanaruch never mentioned this. That maybe it needs to be that they grow the grapes and make, produce the wine within a day's travel on foot from the city. 
Right? It might even be okay in Brooklyn then, you know. So I don't know that we grow any grapes or produce any wine within a day's walk from where we are. But uh, generally speaking, it's b'makom shen yayin matsui. That's the lashon of Shohan Aruch. Ela shechar obira. What is there? Beer or beer? What's the difference? I think brown or black beer, brown or yeah, white beer. Brown, black. Okay, good. Belel Shabbat yekadesh al hapat. On Eid of Shabbat, bread. Shohan Aruch told us that. Ubisaudat boker. What happened to my soda and my milk and my coffee and my tea? Hamadiyah Yosef is not very in, very excited about using any of those matters. Someone t- t- sent me a message maybe a couple of months ago. They were on a trip somewhere and they were in this following situation. They somehow, I think they packed it or something like that. Not enough wine. They didn't have any access to beer. And they said, so could I make Havdalah? Keep in mind, on Havdalah, on on coffee, that's the situation. mamash. I was willing to be mekil. Why was I willing to be? Moshe Feinstein says that we can distinguish. It's davar hashuv, perhaps. How am I defining the word davar hashuv? Not by its intoxicating feature, but rather that you're drinking it as a davar hashuv, as opposed to quenching your thirst. Now, I would not tell you to do that. Lechat uh, He happened to have been asking me about Havdalah. Havdalah is already more lenient. Keep in mind, Saturday morning, excuse me, Harambam is not open to. So even though Kiddush on Shabbat morning has the feature that it's only Midrabbanan, which opens up leniencies, Harambam doesn't give you any leniency, it appears, in terms of Kiddush. All right, so when all this dust settles, let's quickly summarize this class. We talked about a concept known as Hamar Medina, the beverage of the land. How are we defining that? First and foremost, it's used very much and in place of wine. Hard to define exactly what that means. Number two, it might need the feature of intoxication. Number three, you can use it in a circumstance or its very definition is one in which there's no wine to be found in your area. How are we defining area? Hard to define as well. Ir, Makom, Medina. How far are we going on this matter? Don't have as easy to say, but when they push you and say, but I could, I could travel six hours. Is that considered having? Hard to define. All right, so you're dealing with Shabbat in this circumstance. Friday night, use bread. I don't know. If you don't have bread, I'm not sure what meal you're having. So you're using bread (laughs) instead, and that's what you're doing for your Kiddush. Shabbat morning, Haman Medina. How, what sort of Hamar Medina? Well, that was our second conversation. First and foremost, ideally something that's intoxicating. Halachot ketanot. You don't have that. And you mamash, dahak, in that circumstance, I'm, I'm comfortable relying upon the other opinion of Moshe Feinstein and some others. Sitz Eliezer discusses this matter. Rav Waldenberg, he has a hard time knocking out any of the other beverages. Orange juice, and many of the beverages, he has a hard time saying that they're, and milk has a hard time saying that they're not permitted. Moshe Feinstein is the one who looks and finds an understanding for how to distinguish, but ultimately speaking, he's not very comfortable. It's not Davar Hashu, but Sitz says it's even, it's okay. It's Sha'ar uh, Mashkin that we're talking about, assuming that's what's often used. Now, what's the Halakha Ma'aseh? Again, Sha'ata Dahak Mamash, you're on a trip somewhere, you're in some pressing Nothing situation. Happened. That's what would be permitted. And it follows, if Mamash Sha'ata Dahak, the answer is yes. And it follows in turn that Motza'e Shabbat for Havdalah would be the same thing. Motza'e Shabbat, as we mentioned, would be, ironically, the most lenient. A, it's not starting a meal. B, you're not dealing with Kiddush, where it needs to be ra'uili nasech al gabe mizbeach. That is the halacha, the halachot with regards to Hamad Medina. You do coffee? 
Does it need to be black? Why? No, the milk, what's the difference? I don't know why you distinguish. I can't imagine it decaf Anyway, that all being the case, that all being the case, that's the halakha lemaaseh. As I mentioned, and I'll mention again, it's rare that you'll find yourself in this situation because you'll, generally speaking, have wine or grape juice accessible. It's on the trip, in the situation, and it can't be too far to the the closest uh, supermarket when this might arise had you not prepared for it in advance. Interestingly, and just parenthetically, to end the class, Rama writes, right? Rama and Siman Resh Sadivav. That's right. All right, I don't know you in some exotic island, Mabarif. Uh, anyway, so, so Rama writes in Siman Resh Tadivav that Ashkenazim have a minhag specifically on Musa'i Pesach to make Havdalah on beer. And many are makpid to do it that way. Gaon Mivav, very good, you heard that from me? Gaon Mivilna was makpid to do it that way. For what reason? Rama writes for Chibuv Mitzvah. You're excited. What do you mean you're excited? How's that exciting that I'm having beer? The idea being I was very excited to not have the hamet throughout Pesach. Pesach. It wasn't heke, I just didn't have hamet. I wanted the hamet, and as a result, I'm now going to Havdalah, and I'm going to show you as a distinguishing feature that Havdalah is different. Alternatively, that is the Havdalah. Keep in mind, Havdalah is about distinguishing between before and after. On Pesach, I couldn't have beer. I'm now distinguishing. Let me do it with beer, which I couldn't have beforehand. In short, the halachot of Hamar Medina, although detailed, although a little intricate, ultimately speaking, arrive at a simple conclusion. Hamar Medina is only when en yain masui ba'ir. The definition of Hamar Medina ideally is something that is intoxicating and used widely. Whiskey is difficult but permissible because it's difficult because of having the proper amount. However, bisha'at ad-dahak, basing ourselves on Sitz Eliezer and even Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, if it was a coffee, if it was tea, tea a little bit more difficult, but even tea and certainly orange juice or, or milk, whatever the circumstance may be, mamash, those could be used as a hamamidina, as your substitute for wine in the Havdalah, in the Kiddush in the morning on Shabbat. Baruch Adonai Amen v'Amen.